This episode is going to be a little different. We're going to talk about some really weirdly shady things that are going on in the entrepreneurial leadership space happening. And I've been seeing it a lot lately. I've been seeing it talked about a lot lately. As most of you know, I am a full service podcast manager. Uh, That is my job. It is what I do. And I run my own company, which is weird to say (laughs) because like six months ago, I was working at nine to five, but in the online space, and I've been in the online space for about five years now. And there's always been these leaders who use very interesting methods to make you buy their courses to make, and I say make, because they do use uh, NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. They use, which we'll talk about, they use the bite method, all these different tactics that they're using. But when they're called out lately, especially with everything going on with Black Lives Matter, everything going on with COVID-19, a lot of leaders in the industry are getting called out and the way that they're reacting is very interesting. So we're going to do a mini episode today. I'm going to be sharing with Jada uh, just some of the things that are going on in the online space. And I'd love to hear Jada's input as well as your input. If you are in the online space and you're seeing this happen, we'd love to talk about it. I'm Jada Smith. And I'm Alicia Galati, and this is Two Sisters and a Cult. Usually we would talk about cults, uh, which we do. We talk about cults a lot. But <laughs> we also talk about some things that are super cult-ish and cult-like and culty, like my mm-hmm. crazy neighbor, which we'll talk about him in a few months. <laughs> but... I'm very excited about that. Yeah, y'all, y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> but today I wanted to talk about something that is a hot topic in the online space for entrepreneurs and business owners. There are a lot of industry leaders. I'm not going to name any names in this episode. Uh, they don't care to be called out. They don't care to be tagged. From what I've seen, they are deleting comments. They are they don't care. So I'm not even going to bother saying their names. You guys know who you are. And if you're in the online space, you probably know who it is. If you don't send me a DM, we can chat. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about some cult methods that are very interesting. But before we go into the bite method by Steve Hassan, we are going to talk about what we define as a cult, because we've talked about a lot of different groups from you know, ones that were not so bad to ones like last week were absolutely horrendously terrible. Um, the Wesson family murders were devastating and like, we're just coming off that episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go listen. It's terrible. And sorry for all of that. (laughs) Yeah. How dare you Jada? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But, uh, these are the typical cult traits that we've talked about. Do you want to handle that, Jada? So they'll usually practice unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs. Um, Their leader will not consider themselves accountable to any authority. The leader will use manipulation, abuse, or illegal actions to influence and control the group. They'll require extreme dedication and or financial and physical sacrifice. 
The leader typically targets vulnerable people who are in a vulnerable position in their lives. And they'll continue to dictate how they feel, think, and act, including what they wear, where they live, how they discipline their children, where to work. Um, Questioning, doubt, and dissent are discouraged and often punished. The group is pressured by their leader into seclusion, so they disconnect with past relationships and family that are not group members. There's usually communal living, and the use of certain practices are used to suppress doubts in the group, like meditation, uh, debilitating work routines, and physical labor. The group is encouraged to actively recruit new members to join, and the leader will change their name or the name of their followers to something of uh, power or grandiose spirituality. Yes, and uh, just like looking through this list, I can see a lot of similarities with some industry leaders in the online space. So a few that come to mind. That they use manipulation to influence and control the group, especially in a group setting. So what they do is they will, it's very much like, you know, some people say, oh, he's just a motivational speaker. No, no. Being Mm -hmm. a motivational speaker is telling your story and it encouraging and motivating other people to do things. Not demanding that people give you money so that they can live a better life. Or saying that the only way that you are going to have the business of your dreams is by buying this course. It is the only way, hands down. Like, it's a load of shit. It's not true. Uh, Another thing that comes to mind is that they are typically targeting vulnerable people who are in vulnerable situations in their lives right now with COVID. They are targeting people. And like, this is not to say that every business leader and every entrepreneur who's a, you know, a leader in the industry is feeding you lies. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is do some research on people, do some research on how they're talking, what they're talking about, the ways that they make you feel. If this online leader makes you feel like crap or this person in your life, let's just relate it back to like being a human being. If this person in your life makes you feel like crap, don't be around them. They're using abuse. They're using manipulation to make you like to tear you down just to say, well, it was for your own good, or I'm doing this to show you that there is a better way. Um, a lot of times in the online space, you'll see two people talk about NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And it is the way that you sell to people. Some people say, I I have not come to a decision for myself, whether it is ethical or not. My intuition and my vibe tells me it's on the border of not. (laughs) But what it is, is that you use certain phrases and you format what you're saying in a way that makes people compelled to buy at the end. Now... Where does that land on ethics? If the person really needs it and will benefit from it, I don't know. But if they don't need it and you're literally just selling it to them because you want to sell your stuff to them, you're probably not listening to this podcast because you're not our people. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. The group is pressured by their leader into seclusion. This doesn't happen so much, but there are some that say, you know, like our conference is the only conference to go to, or this is the only place that you're going to find this information. Uh, When they're holding this information so close to them, 
with their industry secrets, and I'm doing massive quotes, bunny ears over here, the <laughs> industry secrets that anyone can Google and figure out for themselves. It just takes a little bit of time, but they call it their industry secrets. Okay. Going back to my, my thoughts. The main one is that the, that I can think of is that the, where is it? That the leader is not accountable to any authority. So this is really, really interesting, especially with industry leaders, because they are the leaders in the industry. And it says that they're not accountable to any authority. They are accountable to the authority of the people, but the people are scared to speak up. And I follow this uh, one Instagram person on Instagram. Uh, Her name is Small Business Boss, I believe is her Instagram handle. And she's been talking about this a lot, which made me inclined to do some research and to start looking into this because with what's going on with Black Lives Matter, I know there were some religious groups, not religious, some meditation, life coaching kind of groups that were not saying anything. And when you have a audience that is big and an audience that has black people in your audience, you need to say something. You need to stay where say where you stand. So this was what happened with this is that the person they said they like deleted comments in the groups. They took people out of groups that were going against the status quo um, of speaking up and saying, hey, are we going to say anything about what's going on in the world right now? And what they what these leaders said was that it was pretty much that your thoughts influence your actions and that you're like it doesn't matter what's going on in the world you get to decide how you want to react to what's going on like the fact that hundreds of years of black people being enslaved has nothing to do with what's going on right now you are letting those emotions rule you which I think is a load of shit. Wow. Yeah. It's been really interesting in the online space in the last few months. With COVID-19, there was an industry leader who had a meeting, like a mastermind, uh, which is just literally a group of people coming together to group think. <laughs> Sorry. Mastermind. <laughs> yes. It's a ma- and it's literally what they call them. It's a mastermind ridiculous but anyway what are we doing today yes take over the world (laughs) so this gentleman had a mastermind and there were some industry leaders that went to this mastermind and this is like this was height of covid like in california also which has recently surpassed new york for cases so the when he was called out he deleted all the comments. Like people said, Hey, are you going to talk about what you guys did to, you know, make sure COVID didn't happen? People look up to you. People are going to start holding their own meetings. It's not safe. It's not, it's, it's unacceptable for you as a leader to do something. So like without saying these, this is what we put in place, you know? Mm-hmm. And he deleted things. He, you know, took things off. And then, uh, this other one, a woman who was at his mastermind got called out and she decided to respond. The comments obviously have since been deleted, but she responded and said, 
um, you know, in so much words, these people are going back and forth. But to quote her in one of her responses, she said, you should really think about the way that you address industry leaders. You should really think about how you address industry leaders. Weirdo. Who died and made you God? That's what I'd like to know. And then people are like, oh, it's just cancel culture. It's this whole thing. No, you need to be held accountable for what you're doing. And if you're doing something and you fuck up, then you own it. That's being a leader. Being a leader is not saying, well, I'm this high, this cult leader who can do whatever the fuck I want, which is why there's a similarity here, guys. This is where I'm, this is where I'm going with this. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking it up, man. Yes. Now put it back down so I can pick it up again. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the bite method. So it is a form of like mind control that has to do with religious groups, cult groups, and that kind of thing. I pulled up the Freedom of Mind Resource Center. Yes. I'm on the, the list of stuff. It stands for Behavior, Information, Thought, and Emotional Control. So behavior control, there's certain ones that I would like to bring out. So we're going to look specifically at thought control and the emotional control. Because as an industry leader, it's a little hard to uh, control the information unless you like seclude people and keep them in like camps or something, which is not what you usually see. Uh, As well as the behavior control, meh, it doesn't really happen as much. But looking specifically at the thought control, under number three, the use of loaded language and cliches, which constrict knowledge, stop critical thoughts, and reduce complexities into, wow. Platitudinous. Platitudinous <laughs> buzzwords. So there's a lot of words in the online space. 5K months, 100K years, six-figure business, like all these things that like, do if you don't really need them, then why are they a goal? You know? Like if you can survive, if you have a multiple fam, like if your family's making more income than just one person and you can survive on 2K a month, then why, why do you have to strive for 5K? Why do you have to, why do people have to use that language? Um, It's just this like pie in the sky idea of this is what the leaders are doing. So then now you need to do it and you need to make sure you do it. Number four, encouraging only good and proper thoughts. This has a lot to do with like the mindset culture, which I am all about having a good mindset and working on your mindset. But toxic positivity is a real thing. Jada, do you know what toxic positivity is? Hell yeah. Yes. (laughs) I love her. You were like, hell yeah. (laughs) they do the same thing in like uh, Christian organizations and uh, groups where they say, you know, there's a reason for this happening or it's in God's hands or whatever happens, it was meant to happen. Toxic positivity. If you don't know what it is, there's a podcast called toxic positivity. Go check it out. It's really good resource, but it is this idea that you use certain verbiage to make sure that you are always positive because positive thinking equals positive results. That's not always true. And it negates these human emotions that we have. 
it makes me think of that Daniel Tiger, because uh, I have kids, so <laughs> obviously Daniel Tiger, where his mom, well, he's at the uh, he's at the fair, and he wants to go on the Ferris wheel, but he's scared and he's excited, and he's feeling scared and he's feeling excited, and his mom sings a song. Sometimes you feeling you sometimes you feel two feelings at the same time, and that's okay. Like it's okay to be scared and be like excited. It's okay to feel like I can't handle this, but I'm going to keep plugging through and try to make the most of it. You don't always have mm-hmm. to think I'm going to make the most of it. It's okay to feel like it might not work out. Being a human, that's that's what it is. It's being a human. But when these people yeah. come in with this thought control of like, no, you need to only have good and proper thinking. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure, like, the recognition of ambiguous feelings is one of the milestones for children to reach. Yeah. I think, like, uh, I don't know, before 10, I would think. Yeah, and that's that's important. It's what helps you be a well-rounded human being and a well-rounded adult when you reach that age, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Number seven teaching thought-stopping techniques which shut down reality testing by stopping negative thoughts and allowing only positive thoughts, including denial, rationalization, justification, wishful thinking. Obviously, there's also chanting, meditating, praying, speaking in tongues, singing, or humming. But I'm looking specifically and thinking specifically about entrepreneurs in the online space, these leaders in the industry who are telling people you need to stop thinking this way. This is how you do it. You have this rationalization. You go through these like projections in your brain, which those are good. Like there's nothing wrong with this, but when it is being used to stop you from thinking for yourself and thinking, "Mm, I'm not sure what you're saying is correct. And you're, you're challenging this leader and they come at with you, come at you with, Well, you're just in a state of negativity. No, I'm challenging you. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Moving on to emotional control. (laughs) Uh, Let's look specifically at number four. Promote feelings of guilt and unworthiness, such as number B, You are not living up to your potential. I don't know how many times I have heard this in the online space where they have said, you are not living up to your full potential. You need to own your goddess inside, which, you know, I am all about that in like a Mm. sexual way. But like as a business owner, I think I need to think more analytically, not own the goddess inside. You know what I mean? Right. Right. There's two ways to come at this, okay? (laughs) Let's not do it that way. But like, you're not living up to your potential. You're not making those 5K months yet. You're not, you know, you're struggling as a business owner. Like, way to make me feel like shit and then want to buy your course. Like, if I want to buy something, it should be because I need it or because I'm already interested in it in my business or it's something that I'm looking for in my business. An example, I recently bought a ClickUp course. ClickUp is a project management tool, right? 
And so I want to use it because I want to grow my team to the point where I have an agency. And in order to do that, I need to have a project management tool that is going to be able to handle groups and teams and things like that. I knew that I needed a course for it. Then I got served an ad from a friend who's been like talking nonstop about ClickUp. And it was an easy sell for me. No, I didn't really read the copy. I wasn't like, oh, I need this thing for my business. It's this new shiny object. No, I know what I where I want my business to go. And so I bought the course. And by the end of Q3, it's a goal to get everything moved over to ClickUp. So like there's different ways to sell to people. Like me buying that, I didn't feel pressured into buying it. I didn't feel pushed into buying it. It showed up and I was like, oh yeah. That's what I need because I don't know anything about this program and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Let's buy it. So there's like a big difference there. Yeah. Going back to thought control uh, under number nine, it says forbid critical questions about leader, doctrine, or policy allowed. Same thing goes for what's going on right now where that woman came back at one of her like Instagram followers. Like, it doesn't matter. You are an industry leader. You have thousands of people following you. This is not how you talk to people in your, in your space. This is not how you talk to people, period. You don't tell people you should really think about how you address industry leaders. Who the fuck do you think you are? Really? <laughs> like, really? I cannot imagine ever saying that to someone. No, no. What? <laughs> So, what are your thoughts, Jada? It does sound very, very culty. And I would have to agree, based on what I've seen, the, the language that they use in, like, those sponsored ads you always see on Facebook mm-hmm. is very leading. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, the way that I do business is that I cultivate relationships with people, and I get on the phone with them, and I talk to them. And if it's not a fit, then it's not a fit. Like, you don't pressure people into like, I would never and will like, I have not ever, I will never say to someone, your business or your podcast will not succeed without my expertise. No, there are other people in the ocean that are in the ocean of business. They can go work with and their podcast can be successful. I have a certain way that I do it. This is how I do it. If you'd like to work with me, great. If you don't great, I will cheer you on like either way. That's that is part of my values. It is part of how I work. And so just the idea that I can't, I can't even handle it. Oh my God. So yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. So that's what's going on in the online space lately. This is obviously just a short episode to just uh, give you guys a little taste of the craziness going on in uh, the online space, as well as another look into uh, some culty things that are going on, but, uh, you know, the normal rundown, if you were in a cult or if you, uh, want to tell us about a cult, if you want to start a cult, please send us a message. We'd like to <laughs> dissuade you from doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can send us your stories at two sisters cult at gmail.com. The best way for you to help us out on the show is to like review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Two Sisters Cult. We would love for you to hang out with us. Catch you on the flip side. Don't join that cult. Nope.